0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, June 19th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. France's Constitutional Council deemed a law governing illicit content online as unconstitutional. The law said that illicit content, which would be any content considered as an offense or a crime in the offline world, must be removed from online platforms within 24 hours of being flagged, with penalties incurred for each failure to do so. The court ruled that the time window would make it difficult for platforms to rule on illicit content, which could see platforms censoring content too quickly, infringing on freedom of speech. Germany's parliament, meanwhile, passed an amendment to its Network Enforcement Act that governs hate speech online to now require online platforms to report certain types of criminal content to the federal criminal police office. Platforms will be required to report content that indicates the fulfillment of criminal intent or that will have a lasting impact on the freedom of expression by other users on the platform. The law originally passed in 2017 and requires online platforms to remove hate speech within set timelines. Facebook took down ads run by U.S. President Trump's re-election campaign for breaching its policies on hate. The ads featured an upside-down triangle, which was used by Nazi Germany to classify political prisoners in concentration camps. In a statement to CNN, Facebook said, Remove these posts and ads for violating our policy against organized hate. Our policy prohibits using a banned hate group symbol to identify political prisoners without the context that condemns or discusses the symbol. Researchers at Awake Security speaking to Reuters report that a series of Chrome extensions available through the Chrome Web Store were part of a spyware campaign to obtain browser histories and gain access credentials to internal business tools. Awake estimates these extensions were downloaded 32 million times and were mostly positioned as tools to either convert files or warn of questionable websites. Google was alerted by Awake last month and said it removed more than 70 malicious add-ons. It's unclear who organized the campaign. China's search giant Baidu has left the Partnership on AI, a U.S.-led effort to solve ethical challenges raised by artificial intelligence. Baidu cited the cost of membership and recent financial pressures for the move, and in a statement said that it shares the vision of the Partnership on AI and is committed to promoting the ethical development of AI technologies. We are in discussions about renewing our membership and remain open to other opportunities to collaborate with industry peers on advancing AI. The partnership on AI declined to say what Baidu's actual cost for membership had been. Google's in-house incubator called Area 120 launched a new project called Keen to help users track their interests. It's sort of like Google Alerts service meets Pinterest and lets users monitor the web for specific content, then services result using both machine learning and human collaboration. Keen is available both on the web and at Android and starts by you entering a topic you want to research – Then you get a pinboard of images linking to content from Google that's supposed to match your interests. GitHub made its SuperLinter multi-language code checking tool available to all users. The tool was originally developed by the GitHub Services DevOps engineering team for internal use and is built out of GitHub's action tools for automating certain development workflows. The SuperLinter validates code by preventing it from being uploaded to main repositories and supports a variety of popular languages like Python, JavaScript, Go, XML, and YAML. Anytime a user opens a pull request, the super linter will look for errors and alert by API call when any are found, although developers will have to make the corrections themselves. In a blog post, the Swedish crowdsourced mapping and street imagery startup Mapillary announced its acquisition by Facebook. The team will join Facebook's existing open mapping efforts and says it will stay committed to OpenStreetMap, continuing to provide a global platform for imagery, map data, and improving all maps. The company also updated its license, which previously provided a license to use its imagery for non-commercial purposes, to now include commercial uses as well. In an interview with TechCrunch about the Hay email app status in the iOS App Store, Apple's senior vice president of marketing, Phil Schiller, said the company is not considering any changes to its App Store policies. He noted that Hey's macOS app was rejected for the same reason Apple is rejecting updates to Hay's iOS app and reiterated that the app should not have been initially approved in the first place. Schiller suggested Hayes developer Basecamp could choose to either offer different pricing on the iOS and web purchases of the app, or offer a free version of the app with additional paid functionality. And finally, Sony released a software update to the iBo that will now allow the robot dog to meet users when they come home. Users assign a meeting place for the iBo with the vocal command, This is where you should go, with the iBo lowering its head for a virtual sniff to show the location is stored. Whenever a user goes to that assigned place and says, I'm home, the eyeball will come up to greet the arrival. Over time, the eyeball will learn a user's typical schedule and wait at the spot to greet its owner. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.